When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Michael called this world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. While the dress to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times, this ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your breakout, out to dinner. On your job, in your car, turn it up and listen. Michael Carr, Michael talks to everybody. Michael Carr, Michael talks to everybody. Michael Carr, Michael talks to everybody. You know what it is, shout out to everybody. Hey, yo, it's another amazing day. Well, you know where you at. Michael talks to everybody. I'm talking about everybody, man. We got some folks coming here going to blow your mind. We already had some greats, but we have a great with us today as well. Michael talks to everybody means we ain't just talking to celebrities. We talk to ordinary people with extraordinary ideals and extraordinary people who ain't got shit to say. Everybody come over here and talk to me. Your mama might be on here talking to me called Michael talks to everybody. I'm very, very thrilled today that my friend is here. And, you know, I'm really excited because he put me on his podcast, you know, and I hadn't been on. I don't know if you knew this. I hadn't been on a podcast till you put me on yours. 
That was my first podcast and shit. I was sitting there thinking, I can't wait to have my own. So I can invite him. And here he is, Tip Harris. You know him as T.I. right here on the Michael Kaya. Michael talks to everybody. I keep confusing it with my other show, Michael, okay. the Michael Kaya Morning Show. So I'll be yeah. trying to say the title. So many shows, but I got to do 20 Amen. shows so I can make $40, nigga. You did. It's <laughs> Shit is crazy. It's crazy. First of all, welcome to the show. Uh, Tip, how you doing, brother? I'm chilling, man. I'm blessed. I ain't got no complaints. I, I love watching your moves. You know, I've been watching you for years. The first time I, well, the first thing I loved, and my woman just heard it for the first time, like last month, is you can have whatever you like. What? She had never heard that. And we was rocking it. She was like, oh, I love that. Who is that? I said, girl, shit, that show, that been out by nine years, you know? Uh, so I, that, I love that song, first of all. That's, that got me. But then I was at Chicago State University, and mm. you were there talking on a panel to women to yep. black women, and I sat on that panel, and that was the first time that I realized how wise you are. So mm. our topic today is how much shit is mm. too much shit to know and <laughs> the power of laughter. I find you as being very wise, but also in watching your moves, mm. you are what I consider myself to be, a, um, a renaissance man. Okay. All the shit, you know, you're writing, you singing, you now you're trying your hand, not just trying your hand, you doing the comedy thing, which yeah. I know has to be a challenge when you come in it from another field. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I'm watching all the stuff you do and what I'm most impressed with is your wisdom and, and your sense of calm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't all over the place. You, you stay centered even when you don't agree with it, motherfucker. You still like, you take your position and you do your thing. So welcome yes. to the show. And you just mentioned you're doing comedy, brother. You gonna do it where? Uh, I'm going to the Funny Bone. I'll be at the Funny Bone in um, Hartford, Connecticut tonight. Hartford, Connecticut. You got two shows tonight and two tomorrow. Yep. Okay, and and then you go where? DC Improv on Sunday. DC Improv. Now, I don't know how timely this is. I don't know where it fall. They might not catch those shows. But right. I mentioned those shows because I want them to know that you are actually out there doing it. You know, because people know you trying to do comedy, but yeah. they don't realize you actually doing comedy. You going into places and getting it in. You know what I'm saying? And the way we learn this is we do it until we get it right. They on stage. Now, how many times they boo your ass off stage? About how many times? About ten. Well, you know what, man? You know they done put their lips together to boo me just one time. Only you know? one? Oh, just okay. One yeah, one time in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. At but they didn't boo me off stage. I went on did my time. You continue, okay? I went cool. on did my time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, cause you can get booed off JP Smooth in Atlanta. They, they yeah. booed his ass so loud I could hear it in the plane when we was flying over. <laughs> I could hear him booing his ass. Boo, boo, boo. Get the fuck out. Boo. And and it was just. I heard his, about that. Yeah, he just selected the wrong material for that crowd because we know he's funny. The yeah, yeah, yeah. JP, you know? he's funny in here. He probably one of the funniest, you know. Um, I think, I think, one, oh, another one that was interesting. Bill Burr in Philadelphia. What happened with, with that? Bill Burr in Philadelphia. You should Google it. Anybody who ain't seen it, man, Google. Bill they booed Burr. Bill Burr? Yes, yes. Wow. And, and. In Bill Burr fashion, you already know, man. He 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 articulated an arsenal of words for they motherfucking ass. And shut their ass down. Man, for for and he did a countdown. He said, "I've been up here for forty three minutes. I think he had an hour set. He said, "I'm gonna spend the last thirteen minutes telling you motherfuckers about yourself." Oh, and that was in Philly. Yeah, that was in. Philly. Okay, I'm watching that shit today because he is my favorite white comedian. 
Yeah, right mine now. too. It's mine. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, like, he don't play. And he shut their ass back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, you have he, to do that. They ended up laughing at the, by the end of it. Yeah, and that's how it's supposed to be. If you can yeah. win them over, you're really a bad motherfucker. Because I go into shows often and see guys, especially gangbangers, the Thug yeah. Brothers, because it, it is in their aura not to smile. I think laughing <laughs> and smiling make them come off as soft. So they be sitting there hard in the motherfucker. But then I see them crack, bro. A little, a little smile come in. Then you see them start smiling. Every now and then they laugh, you know. That's when I know I've won. When yeah. I can turn them around because they came in like, who this nigga? Who he think he is? Then they go, oh, that, that nigga kind of funny. Are yeah. you are you finding that with you? Yeah, man, I am. Um, I think that, for one, you know what I'm saying, whether it's, it's consciously or subconsciously, people just, once they know you and know who you are, they kind of put you in a box. Exactly. You know, they kind of figure, okay, I know who he is. I know what he does. And I'm going to compartmentalize him right there. And then mm. when, when I'm introduced, and I, I, I never do the T.I. introduction. I, I hate that. So I introduce myself as Tip Harris. Oh, you know? okay, okay. And, and so they're like, Tip Harris, that sounds familiar. And then they see me get on stage, and it's like, yo, what the fuck is he finna do? You know? And the shock, the awe of the audience mm -hmm. is something I never will be able to get in music again. You know what I mean? No one will ever be shocked. If I produce another hit record, that's not going to shock people. It's not okay. going to. All right. It's in their system. They know they expect that. Yeah. Right. You no, know, but with this, it's like um, it's a, a different skill set. You know what I mean? It's kind of flexing a different muscle. And I enjoy I enjoy the opportunity to be able to learn and grow. Well, I know you didn't take me up on my offer. I hope you got it. But I'm letting you know I've offered to work with you. On comedy. Now you might feel you already know what you need to know, but nigga, I'm a master at this shit. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the motherfucking Ti of comedy, nigga. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> I welcome the chance. I welcome the opportunity, man, to uh to sharpen my skill, man, and learn from the best. And I think that there's I, I try to learn a lot from anybody that I'm around that has been in it and done more mm -hmm. than. Mm -hmm. this arena so i mean come on man we i'm learning from you now that's right well you go back to what the wisdom of this is you have to learn this as you go you know we're talking about um how much shit is too much shit to know is it such thing as have is there too much shit to know how much is too much it depends on how happy you plan to be oh okay <laughs> wait 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 before you go any further <laughs> I, I always said there's some people who would rather be right than be yeah. happy you know what I'm saying? And some oh, people ahead. would rather place knowledge above happiness. You know what I mean? I mm. think, you know, I think some people would, would just rather know. They just rather know the mm -hmm. truth behind, you know, the 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 miracles of the world, the the, the right, you right. know, the problems of the world. They want to know the truth more than they would like to be happy. Um, it just depends on, you know, where you place yourself in life, what perspective you take. Then you have to ask the question then what the fuck is truth? You know, if you talking about they want to know the truth, what the fuck? What is the truth? That's in see, that's, itself is so subjective. Huh? That's it, that's the journey. That's the journey is to find it. It's to yeah. find that. So where do you place yourself where wisdom is? I mean, do you have college education? Do you no. have a degree? So so no, you, you high I graduated school? at the top of my class when I took my GED in prison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had the highest Wait, scope. Is that comedy or that's real? Nah, I'm this here. Oh, I had, <laughs> no shit. I had the highest score when I when I when I took my GED uh, uh my test in prison. Got out. Well, I didn't even get out. I sent it to my mama. 
Wow. I know you had to be proud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was That's... even proud of my release date, but you know. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I <laughs> love that that you were working your shit while you was in there. I understand that uh R. Kelly just dropped the album from jail. So we was talking about um the power of laughter. I know the power of laughter. It has fed me. It has sustained me. When I started doing comedy, I was only doing Venice Beach, California, weekends only. Five days, uh, weekends only five hours a day. I'd tell jokes and pass my hat. And that's all I had to sustain me because when I first started doing comedy, I came here from Chicago to do it and nobody would put me in their clubs. You know, they didn't know me from Adam, so I couldn't get in. So I had to do my comedy on Venice Beach. And I found out from doing comedy on Venice Beach, from telling jokes and passing my hat, that laughter has a great power. You know, because initially I was a street performer in Chicago. And Ooh. when I was just, look, Tip, when I was telling jokes that meant nothing, while I was doing dick jokes and red fox <laughs> jokes, I made change. Sometimes I made dollars. But when I started talking about substance, right. when I started doing my piece on racism, on right. safe sex, you know, right. I was on the street talking about safe sex. Yeah. When people weren't talking about it. You know, in 86, yeah, 86, when AIDS was really just starting to roar, right. you could not buy a commercial on yeah. radio or TV for a condom. So they weren't doing condom ass. They thought it was dirty, but you need a condom to save your life. That's but right. They wouldn't. So I'd be on Venice Beach talking about condoms in the three-pack, six-pack, and 12-pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about the camouflage condom so you don't don't let them see you coming. You know what I mean? That was, and, and it turned people. I know for, for a fact that there's a power in humor. When I was just telling you about the gangbangers a turn, they won't laugh at first, and they smile a little, and you break them down. I used to watch that on Venice Beach all the time. I mean, mm. two, three gangbangers. And they mad because I'm holding these people in my hand. I got the whole crowd in my hand. And they walk up like, who are you two? But by the time it was over, they laugh and they high five and they fight. You know, sometimes Crips and Bloods would compete to mm. pay me on Venice to see who gave me the most money at the show, brother. What? You know, so I do know the power of laughter. What do you think of the power? Is it powerful? Yeah, I think, you know, um, it releases endorphins. You know, from the brain, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Part of the brain that allows us to feel allows us to feel pleasure. Um, you know, I think the laughter, it it is definitely the way that we we cope through tough moments in life. And the way we make sense of some of this stuff that we see in this in this world that 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 you know that confuses us, that you know, that we feel that we object to. I think laughter is is definitely is food for the soul. And with your singing with your rapping it doesn't hurt it it doesn't throw it off at all you could do both of those and they actually they work together well yeah i mean you know the thing is they're definitely two different two different skill sets um and they pull from from two different muscles i like mm -hmm. i like comedy simply because you can i can i can tell what's going on in my life in real time mm. you know if something happens to me today and I experience something today, mm -hmm. I can hit a stage tonight and talk about it. Whereas I could go to the studio and talk about it tonight. By the time it reaches the ears of the people, you know what I'm saying? There is it's some not time as fresh. It's not as fresh on, on mm. people. Not as fresh on my mind anymore. Uh, like, you know, my, my, my daughter, she came and told me, you know, some little boy wanted her phone number. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, nah, we ain't going to do that. You know, we know. No, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Wait, how old is she? How old is she? How old is she? Six. Six. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, go ahead. 
So, you know, and, and that experience, you know, the, the confusion and the turmoil internally that I felt from that moment, you know, I took it to the stage and, you know, made a little bit off of it. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that even when, even when, um, when I got booed in Brooklyn, right? So I got booed in Brooklyn on a Wednesday and the very next day I, I came to Atlanta and went right back into an arena, got right back on stage on Thursday. And talked about getting booed in Brooklyn on Wednesday. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. It's and, in real time. Yeah, and the beauty of that, you know, the freedom of that is, um, I think it's, it's, you know, unspeakable. I can't even compare it to anything else. Well, yay. We're going to come right back because I got to go sell some soap. Okay, uh, you when we, co we come back, we're going to do part two, man. I'm sitting here with Tip, yo, Tip. Harris, comedian slash rapper <laughs> slash intellectual giant in a pool of mental midgets. We'll be right back as Michael <laughs> talks to everybody. <laughs> See you in a minute. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And we're black. I mean, we're back. Hey, it's Michael <laughs> Talks to everybody. My guest today is Tip Harris. I love you, brother. First of all, you know that. 
You know, yeah, I mean, I, every time I see you, it's nothing but love, brother. And you always treat me with such kindness and dignity. And I'm always going to be honored that you invited me to your podcast. That oh. that meant a lot to me. And we had fun doing it. Now, are you still doing yeah. your podcast? Man, you know, I hadn't um, I hadn't really done it in quite some time. You know, it was, mm -hmm. I found it. I found the hardest time finding the money in it. You know, I uh, mm -hmm. I could I just couldn't locate the paper, man. You know. So, I made them uh, pay me for mine in advance. I'm just you did. Oh yes, sir. Okay, now be sitting that's here a, without the paper. That sounds no. sound like a plan. So I might need to be looking for a situation like yours. Matter of yes, fact, sir. maybe you want you want you want to bring it back. I will oh. certainly <laughs> holler at the folks for you because you need to bring it back, man. You need tip you tip on top. You need to come on back. Hey. Well, I did enjoy, it, man. We had a lot of phenomenal conversations. I spoke mm -hmm. to a lot of people about a lot of different perspectives, a lot of uh, mm -hmm. outlooks on life. Uh, and yours especially, uh, you know, you told me that you had never, even during your time of addiction, you never uh, uh, did a set while you were intoxicated. Oh no, I never got high on on on, on stage, and that's, you know, and like I did crack for twenty three years. Yeah, you know, which and don't don't get me wrong, I still miss it. Um, I miss, <laughs> but I, but Tip, I miss it like that bad girlfriend. You know, yeah. the one that fuck real well, good, you know but the bitch me. is crazy. So when y'all yeah. get through fucking, you better get up. Don't you call me. I left the phone number on the fridge there. Don't you call. <laughs> anyway, but no, um, I, I think it informs me. I think everything in your life informs you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whatever, especially the dramas, the shit you go right. through that hits you hard, it really teaches you. You learn from getting booed. You That's don't learn from not getting booed. You have fun. From not getting booed, but getting booed make you go, mm, maybe I shouldn't yeah. do that. Maybe I shouldn't attack the city. Like one guy, he attacked the city he in. You can't attack the city you in. Right. Them niggas paid to see you. You can't say, man, fuck Detroit. Detroit ain't never been shit. And you in Detroit? Hey, man. Don't get killed. Go look at Bill Burr. I'm do I, look, I wrote that Don't down with I wrote it, it and man. circled it. I'm, I wrote <laughs> I, I wrote that shit down and put a circle around it. Bill Burr in Philly. I'm I got to see that because that dude's already my dude. I love to see how he dealt with it. But some hecklers are like if they drunk, yeah, nigga, they don't even know you laughing at them. You can't kill them. I had a yeah. heckler once, man. I shot him. I stabbed him. I set his body on fire. I yeah. dragged his carcass up and down the stage. That motherfucker kept on coming. He didn't even know we laughing at him, you know? So <laughs> so you probably got a little a little knowledge there on how to deal with that type of thing. Yeah, Which, that was my favorite show, man. That was my favorite show. It was my I favorite. I love that. Favorite. That was my favorite show. Because that's the one you learned at. Yeah. So let me ask you something about music. Um... This thing, trap, I don't understand what trap music is. Okay. And and first, would you define what trap music is? And then part two of that is, uh, does it, the, is trap music, you think, responsible at increasing at all black on black crime? You know what? This is a teachable moment, and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> trap music is uh, music that details and describes the lives and lifestyles of people who have... Uh, uh, live through or are living through the experience of of the drug trade, uh, uh, or should I say, the refugees of the war on drugs? You know, okay, what I'm all right. <laughs> and that's whether you wow. know whether you whether you, and everybody has been affected. You know, right. everybody's been affected uh, from the crack era. Whether you mm -hmm. were the the person dealing it, whether your 
your father went to prison for dealing it, whether right. your mama was using it, whether, mm -hmm. you know, you had a neighbor that, you know, right. tried to break in your house because they were using. Everybody was affected. Okay. Right. So everybody shares this same common experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. people speak about it, the same way you just said, you spoke about crack. You spoke, you say, well, don't get me wrong. I still miss it. And how long have you been sober? Uh, 12 years come March 1st. Okay, now you've been sober 12 years, but you can still detail the smell of the smoke. You can detail oh, yeah. the feeling of the high. Oh, and yeah. guess what? That is your testimony. That is your experience. You fought for that experience. So you mm -hmm. can share it with others and you could, you know, possibly help them, you know, uh, uh, find the strength to step away from an addiction themselves. Mm -hmm. Nobody can take that away from you. And that is the same thing that trap music does. It takes people who were once in a, 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 a situation and they found a way to make it out the situation. They took the details of their experiences, set them mm. as philosophical presentations to music, and mm. now they share those experiences with other people who find a commonality in those experiences, and they get to change the standard of living for themselves and the people around them for generations. Now, do you say, is that contributing to the black-on-black the -black crime? For mm. one, I would say there is no such thing as black-on-black -black crime. People oh. kill who they're around. They commit crimes of whoever they live around. That's and, right. And you, and you know why? Because where's the statistic on the white on white crime? Mm. Where's no. the, where's the statistic on the Hispanic on Hispanic crime? Why is there mm. only black on black crime? That's just mm. a construct that they use to perpetuate mass incarceration and the militarization of police in our communities. That's there true. is no such thing as black on black crime. That's true. It's just crime. It's just Period. crime. It's just yeah. crime. No matter who. Crime, crime, crime ain't, ain't racist. <laughs> crime don't care who it fuck over. You hear me? Crime is an equal opportunity fucker overall. Yes. Crime ain't got time to be racist and worry about who, who what you look like. Crime ain't got time to be racist. So <laughs> bouncing back to the power of laughter, then, which is this. What right. me and you are doing. We're letting people laugh at the same time they're learning. I think the power of laughter is that it's a healing tool. Sure. You know, I think it makes you feel physically better, but mm. also makes you think better. It right. it it lifts it lifts who you are as right. as a being. You know, that's why I break people down all the time who don't. I got a chicken. <laughs> I got thirteen rubber chickens now. I start out with one. Thirteen. Thirteen, all different colored chickens, and the thing is, I mean, I got them every shape. I got them every shape. <laughs> Every side, you know, blue. This one went to college. No, this is the rock star. That's the rock, that's the rock star. And and why? Because if I'm sitting somewhere, you know, I'm like you, Tip. I'm fly every day. That's I don't right. give a fuck, even if it's my casual shit. I'm that's fly right. every day. So they okay. see me. I'm fly. I'm sharp. And I got a fucking rubber chicken. I'm 65 with a rubber chicken. And automatically, people don't even laugh. Look at that nigga. What what's going on? And then when I give it just. The littlest squeeze. That's it. And I'm like, what the? F what are you doing? So I shot this show with, with Miss Pat called the Miss Pat Show. Hey, Miss Pat, one of my favorites. I love her. I just Miss did the Pat Christmas episode, brother. Okay. I'm Santa Claus and Debbie Allen directed it. Okay. So Yo. I came on the set. I'm a little nervous. I didn't know Miss Pat like that. I'm, I'm, they bringing me in as a star. Debbie Allen's directing. We sitting around the big old circle that you have when you read the script. Oh. And my chicken went off a little. 
and Miss Pat said, don't bring that fucking chicken in my studio. And I said, oh, shit. So I sat on the chair next to me, and I read my line. And then after I read my line, I accidentally leaned up against it. And it did this. And she, we in a circle. She on the other side of the circle. She said, I told you, don't bring that goddamn chicken in my studio. So I did this. <laughs> and it did just that. I threw it in the middle of the circle, and that shit squeaked for about 30 seconds. And I mean, everybody in the place was on the floor. They were hollering. <laughs> so there is a power in laughter. It, it changes is. who you are. It changes your energy, I think. And you right. are finding the power in it. Because you're walking on these st stages and seeing that you can, you've always been able to hold the attention. You've always had the crowd. You know, I do your thing. Yeah. The laughter crowd's a little different. You know, yeah. the immediate response. Yeah. And, and they, a lot of times they're watching you very closely yeah. for an era to see what you do wrong. And they go, mm. but when you come in with it, with your heart, and right. you don't care about them, you right. just do your shit for you. Then we get back to the original thing. The power of laughter is powerful. If you can yeah. laugh through it, you can get through it, man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It, I mean, it, it definitely it definitely gets us through some of the toughest times of our lives. What was what was one of the toughest times of your life? Uh, man, somewhere between death and prison, you know, experiencing mm. death around me, seeing death all around me, uh, you know, uh, uh, transitioning from that experience to to fight, fight, fight fed cases, I think, you know. Wow. Those were probably some of the most challenging. And well, actually, and then I lost I lost a daughter. Um oh, wow. right before I went to prison. Well, right before I caught my case, actually. Wow. Condolences on that, brother. What was her name? What was the goddess's name? Leia. Layla? Leia. Yeah. Leia. Like Princess yeah. Leia. Yeah. From Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Leia. Blessings to her, man. Wow. That had to be difficult. Do yeah. you do you go and pull these things to put in your in your show? In your family? Um, do you pull from any of that energy? I do pull from, you know, I pull from um my life experiences. Like I talk about my kids, you know, talk about, you know, uh, as I already said, talk about my experience in Brooklyn, talk about, you know, being married to someone who reminds you that she was famous before you were. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I talk, you know, I, I do pull for, I haven't necessarily uh, challenged myself with those specific details of my right. life, right. which, which has me thinking about it right now as we, as, as we discuss it. So back to our first question, the, the, the title topic, how much, how much shit is too much shit to know? I don't think there's such a thing. Okay. Well, is there too much shit to know? I'm, like I said, it depends. Ignorance is bliss. Mm. So you can be There's happy. There's a lot of blissful motherfuckers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers living very happy lives around there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But in the information age, I think right now you work as hard to be dumb as you do to be stupid. I mean, as you do to be smart. What? You have to you have to literally dodge information now. Oh, you do. It comes at you fast. Quick. It fast. comes at you, you know what I mean? You 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 just like find statistics, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or Facebook, you just have, you are bombarded with useless information. Mm. So, um, and and to, to ignore those things, it requires just as much of an effort as it does to retain that information. Wow, that's true. So you ducking and dodging. 
left and right. <laughs> if you if you if you want to be as blissful as some of these ignorant motherfuckers out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I I love the power of laughter. Hold on, let me ask you this: my after a reflection on what's happened with oh wow, that's interesting. Okay, do you have any take on Kanye? Do you have your own take on what's going on with him and all this? I mess? mean, well. You know, I do. However, the one thing I don't do, now this is just one thing I don't do. Right. I try not to be too critical of black people around the whites. You know what I'm saying? I, you, you know. I, if I, if you made I, me hit the bell on that one. All right. All right. That's right. That's right. If I catch him, you know what I mean? We, we get to have a, you know, one of those uh, uh, dinner table discussions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, then I I I share I share my feelings with yeah. one thing I will say, it's become like sort of a fashion statement to disassociate yourself from Kanye. So many motherfuckers, I'm talking about maybe ripping up Kanye contract, living right. Some motherfuckers living up, ripping up contract, didn't even have no no deal with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, the salvation army. Said we are no longer accepting Yeezy, nigga. This now, I'm a fucking. <laughs> you just trying to get some publicity now at this point, man. You yeah. motherfucker can't detail and determine what the fuck you will and won't accept for some free shit. Now, come on. <laughs> that's, that's some of the crazy shit I see. You know. Uh, wow. But you know, I think. But other than that, man, I don't really have. I don't really have much. I like to say. that. I like that policy, though. Yeah, because we shouldn't. We shouldn't dog our folks. In front yeah. of the, in front but of they don't do. Europeans. They don't do it to them. They don't do it to to, to theirs. No, no. And that's that's something else I'd ask you about too. Why aren't we more stick stick togetherish? I, I mean, mean, is it our education? Because I maintain that white folks has done a. Fabulous job of training niggas to hate themselves. Well, and, you do know mm-hmm. trauma is passed down through DNA. Mm. No, I didn't know that. Trauma, trauma is passed down through DNA. Yeah, trauma is passed down. So you saying we got this from the white folk? Yeah, but nah, I'm saying but <laughs> no, I was joking. Back. I was joking. Over generations, man, our grandfathers, great grandfathers, you know, our, our you know, our ancestors have been traumatized. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so drastically that right. when we see other niggas, it got to be a memory of my slave ancestor mm. getting pulled on by a nigga that might look just like this motherfucker that passed down through my DNA is That's making right. me somewhat skeptical wow. of this motherfucker I never even met before. Wow. Okay. I see that. Wow. I see that. I'm just, I'm, I'm always just so hurt that I don't see as many of us stand by each other. You know what I'm saying? And I watched, and like for instance, look, I did this show 114 years ago called Homeboys in Outer Space. I don't even mm. know if you was out of high school yet. Did you ever see that, Homeboys in Outer Space? What year was this? It was like 90, like 98 or something like that. It was Flex yeah. Alexander was the okay. star of the show and we was in outer space. It was supposed yeah. to be a space comedy. So okay. we had a space hoopty, and we was homeboys <laughs> out of space. You know who shut us down? Black people. The, yes, sir, thank you. I was going to say that. Uh, but yes, it was, because the black people wouldn't have done it. The niggas did it, and the niggas happened yeah. to be the Hollywood branch of the NAACP. 
Yeah. They shut us down and said, well, well, how come you have a hoopty instead of spaceship? How come you got to be homeboys instead of, instead of spacemen? I'm saying, because, bitch, it's funny. It's a comedy show. That's why it's a space hoopty. We had to go and sit in front of the console and explain to them why we should keep the show. Yeah, so we didn't even make it out. I think we did nine out of 13 episodes, and they pulled us. And the very that next year, white folks did the same fucking show called Third hey. Rock from the Sun with John hey. Lithgow and everybody became stars and they was goofy and they sat on a rooftop and they had antennas coming out their head. Ain't mm. nobody say, oh, that's goofy. And they said, nobody called Mork in Mork and Millie, silly. But if Mork was black, if it was Bork, oh, how come that nigga got one <laughs> shooter the wrong size? How come one sock is red and one is blue? We, for some reason, find reason to pick apart ourselves yeah. instead of lifting our people up. So that, that just always throws. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I, I have a, I mean, I, I have a notion, mm -hmm. a premonition that, mm -hmm. that 98% uh, of the problems that plague our communities will be solved simply by us sticking together. I agree with that. 98% of them. I don't care what it is, whether it's education, I don't care whether it's equality, I don't care what, I don't care what it is, whether it's uh, uh, access to capital, whether it's Whatever it is, I feel like 98% of the problem would be solved by us sticking together. You know, a lot of black people talk about, you know what I'm saying? Well, we need money and we don't have the resources and we spend $1.3 trillion. Yeah. Okay. Our spending, the power of our dollar is just as important and just as valuable as any other group in this country. Yeah. However, we will not pool our resources together. If we united mm -hmm. and we pooled our resources together, we could have our own hospitals, airports, mm -hmm, education, mm -hmm. our own bus systems out. And I feel like, you know, we spent so much time trying to be accepted right. by uh, a group of people that will never accept us equally. Yeah. Some instead people are going to accept you no matter what. Instead of building, good enough for them. growing, and evolving. Uh, our own our own resources and our own systems. I feel like, you know, if we stuck together, we solve 98% of our problems that plague our communities. And we can solve the other two if we shut the fuck up. Okay, so... Yeah, that, that, that sure do it. Do you ever see a solution to this, though? Because we talk about it till we blew in the face that we don't stand together, that we don't support each other. Me, I actively try to support. So me, I actively go to the black community and purchase. I'm in a new city every week. I don't go into a new city without going to the hood. I'm going right. to soul food in the hood. I'm going to shop at the men's stores that's in the community. They say, oh, man, you can go over there, but you know that's the east side. You look out for the east side. Nigga, I'm from the projects, nigga. There ain't no place I can't go. I'm from the Robert Taylor home, 4352 South State, Part 909. Nigga, I started fighting the empty room. There is no places. There ain't no places I can't go now. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. You know, so. Hell no. So, yeah, oh, I just geez. hope that we can change it. I, this is quick. It's we're I, out of time. I think, go ahead. I think, we start, I think we start just like we doing right now, man. It all starts with us. You know what I mean? Honest conversation. We got to start by being the change that we would like to see, you know? Exactly. Uh, we want to see more support for, for our people. So guess what we do? We support our we people. support our people. I, exactly. That's how we ended up on this on this podcast today. That's exactly. how you ended up on my podcast when, when I invited you and you obliged to come. Thank we you, start Ken. by being the change that we want to see and we lead by example. And hopefully, you know, as our children and other generations, they pick up on it. And, you know, I, I open businesses 
in the community, provide jobs and, and, and opportunity, try to revitalize uh, mm-hmm. the community one step at a time. I have a museum, the Trap Music Museum. What? Uh, in Atlanta? Yeah, in Atlanta? Yeah, right right down the street from the Dope Trap. You what? know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, <laughs> and listen, so I bought this building and I decided to make it a museum about trap music because just like you, you know, a lot of people don't, don't understand the right. significance. Right. Uh, but the reason trap music will always be important is because there will always be people affected by the drug trade. There will yeah. always, whether it's the, the, the crack era, whether it's the opioid epidemic, yes. yeah. there will always be people that will be affected by the drug trade, which gives a lot of people an ability to relate to one another's experiences. So there's a trap music museum that I opened. And when I, when I was building it, uh, white people used to ride by, you know what I mean? They used to just right. ride by and look. Right. Ride by and look like what the hell are they doing over there? And I'd be standing outside there, slow down, roll their window down. Hey, what's it gonna be? What you doing here? I said, man, we're gonna we're gonna make it a museum. Now, nah, really, what you gonna do? It's gonna be a club? Is it gonna be a, a It's gonna be a fucking museum. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> Hey, man, you should have seen the shock and surprise in the white folks' eyes when I said it's going to be a museum. Here we is, a nigga outside in Jordans and jumpsuits and gold chains and shit on. Our arms crossed. I'm like, yeah, man, we're going to make us a museum right here. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and right next door to it, I opened up a cafe, man, a cafe called the Trap City Cafe. Uh, well, you know, people come and and, and, sh- and smoke hookah, have drinks, nice. serve soul food, collard green, black eyed peas, buffalo wings, salmon, grits, what? lamb chops. Yeah, man. So you know, one little one little step at a time, man. Trying to revitalize the community, and we we built like a, I guess you could call it a little, a little sector of arts and entertainment. You know what I mean? And, and I'm coming and, to support that. I, I'll, man, be, I'll on, be there man. January 20th in Atlanta. That Can't weekend, wait. I'm going to both. I'm going to the restaurant. And we, have a comedy, and we have a comedy night on Wednesday. We do open mic comedy on Wednesday. Well, see, I get in on Thursday because I'm do. i going to do Uptown Comedy Corner that weekend. Okay. So I'll be doing six shows. Actually, I'll come in Wednesday. I think I'll come in Wednesday. I, so hey. I may get there early enough Wednesday. I have my ex Malika to hook me up an early enough flight. I'll swing by your sure. comedy night. And then do mine, because I do one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So that's the weekend of January 20th. Okay. I will be there. I'm coming to see the Trap Museum. I want to know. I want to learn, you know, because right. there's power in education, but there's definitely power in laughter. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think the question still floats about, is there such thing as knowing too much shit? How much shit is too much hey, shit to know? Huh? We may never know. We may never know. But as long as we keep <laughs> conversating, because I've always maintained that everything's about relationships and communication. That's real. Who you relate to, how you relate to them will determine how much they want to do for you or help you and how you communicate with them will determine Certainly. how much you arise. You know, so <laughs> I try to philosophize that. I try to live it as much as I can as well. Man, this yeah. is great. This is fantastic. But you know 30 minutes go fast. We probably did about 40. Yeah, so we, our 30 turned into 40. Black people always got to have a little bit more, though, huh? We supposed to stop at 29, <laughs> You know, I'm just grateful that you found time because I know you moving, moving, moving. Tell people what's going on with you coming up. Man, uh, just as I said, man, I be doing different improvs, funny bones. Uh, I be in uh, Connecticut tonight and tomorrow. I be in D.C. on Sunday. 
Um, I'll be uh, I'll be with um, D Ray with D Ray in Chicago. I love D Ray. That's my dude. Yeah, me, uh, me, D Ray. I think Carlos Miller and the host of. Oh, I love Carlos Miller, man. We work on the yeah. project right now. Secret, secret. You know. Yeah, man. We're gonna be doing a, a venue in, in, in Chicago on December thirtieth, right before New Year's. What? Uh, wow! Wow! So you doing and, the thing? You doing the end? Hey, man. I'm. You know, I got my little. I got my little agents and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They hooking me up with my gigs and shit, you know what I'm saying? I, well, I'm glad you didn't fall to pieces when you got booed. I'm glad that you didn't attack the audience when you got booed. I'm tired. I'm glad you didn't quit when nah, you got booed, you know? You know what I'm saying, man? We made it through far worse than this shit, you know what I'm saying? I got thick skin. I got alligator skin, man, you know Come what I'm saying? Come yeah, on, Yeah, you going to you gonna have to do a little better than that. Well, I'm always proud of you. I, I Are your parents alive? My mom is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, blessings mom. to your mom, and I guarantee you she you. and your dad are proud of you because you stand tall, brother. You know, Man. you bring, you really bring uh, excellence to your game wherever you show up. So Man, I'm always you. happy to talk to you. When I see you, you make my heart smile. You're a great dude, <laughs> and I really thank appreciate you. you. Tell people how they can find you. Man, uh, well, I, I, I've on a little sabbatical from Instagram. I hadn't even mm. been on there about four days. And it's so 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 peaceful. But if you just want to go and look at my pictures, you can go to <laughs> Trouble Man Thirty One on Instagram. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this question: Are you yeah. called arrogant by people? Are you considered arrogant by people? Yeah, I mean, let me see here. Yeah, I think insecure people seem to call me all kinds of shit, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people who ain't who ain't secure with themselves ain't happy with where they at in their world. And there they it like, is. Y'all type there it shit is. That's... Make themselves feel better. But I've learned that what people think of me is is usually never about me. It's more so about how they feel about themselves. So yeah, um, I've but you know, never... maybe I can be. I'm, I've never been able to figure out why anybody would ever give a fuck about what somebody else thinks of them. That's yeah. always a mystery to me. And, and I mean, but then again, that's why I have strange relationships because either I like you or I don't. I don't have no that's gray right. area. If, if you like me, I like you. If you don't like me, fuck you too. You know, and that, that, that works for me. We ain't got to be iffy about it. Try to figure it out what it is. It is what it is, you know, and I don't mind walking away. If it don't work, see you. Like you, nigga. Don't shoot me while I'm walking. I'm going. I'm walk fast, nigga. Don't shoot me. You know, so... <laughs> I love you, I brother. Learned, I, I, learned, I heard somebody say, man, what other people think of me is none of my business. That's right. That's right. You know? And I send love out to your family, man. You know? Thank you. I love that you're family man as well. Everything's about family and God, I say it every day. And yes. you exemplify that and excellent. You got a lot of damn nerve sitting in your walk-in closet talking to me. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad the motherfucker right now. I'm sitting here sting, goddammit. <laughs> I love you, King. Thank you for being on the show. Love I really appreciate great. you. Take care of yourself right. and God bless you real good. Hey, y'all listening to Michael talk to everybody. That was my dude, yo, that tip, T.I. And he's doing all of it, yo. He's doing the music. He, I didn't even tell him my favorite piece. I, I, my favorite piece that he does now is called Beg Your Part. Motherfucker told him he looked like he on his game. He said, I got 100000 in my pocket, Beg Your Part. So 
anyway, that was Tip. That was T.I. This is Michael Talk to everybody. We're here three days a week with new shows. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And look out, y'all. I'm doing it for 50 weeks. So, And then I'm going to do that for two more years. So you're going to hear me talking to everybody. Mike Tyson, Jamie Foxx. Everybody's already said they want to be part of this fun. And I will be including them in. Also, make sure you check out my morning show. The Michael Kaya Morning Show is on five days a week, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific time. All you do is go to YouTube, put in the Michael Kaya Morning Show. We have comedians, spoken word artists, poets. The great E-Baby came in and did, uh, 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 what do you call the thing? Haiku. If you don't know what a haiku is, you need to watch my last show I just did, and you'll see what a haiku. Get your haiku on out of here. Anyway, the show is fabulous, and every show ends with prayer because I just think things end the way they begin. So let's end this one with joy, light, peace, and power. Let me say thank y'all very much for following us on iHeart. It is called Michael Talks to Everybody. If you got any questions, you can always write me. Comic King. 123 at AOL.com. Operators are standing by. Gotta go. Have an amazing day. Let no one steal your rainbow. And remember, life is a garden if you dig it. I'm your boy, Michael Cotton. See y'all later. Bye. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the dull and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.